After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday Rosh Chodesh morning. This is your Jewish Moment in the Morning radio program. Call me 
crazy, my phone is going crazy, my hands are numb and frizzy, the gadgets make us lazy, we gotta take it easy, oh, oh, oh. can you hang up the phone? I didn't see you in ages, it seems to me contagious, you're going through some stages, the phone makes you outrageous, it locks you up in cages, unlike our surgery. Tries to choke us It's making such a ruckus We can barely focus Davening and driving Eating, working, sleeping Oh, I keep on replying To all the rings and beating Oh, oh, oh Can you hang on the phone?
Ladies and gentlemen, A.B. Rottenberg. I was very, very pleased to receive an invitation to participate tonight. It's a momentous occasion when two legends of Jewish music grace the stage together. And I made sure to, uh, to say that if I did come, that I'd get a chance to sing with them. So ladies and gentlemen, join me in welcoming, welcoming Mordechai Ben David and Avram Fried back to the stage. Pasuket Mishlei says, "Kaved es Hashem mehoincha." Honor Hashem with your wealth, with your money. But Chazal understand these words of Shlomo Hamelach to mean much more than giving tzedakah. They darshin mehoincha to mean measher chonancha Hashem. Whatever talents Hashem has bestowed upon you, use those talents to honor Him. These two performers are living examples of this Chazal. They've been blessed with wonderful voices, of course, but it's what they've chosen to do for HaKadosh Baruch Hu with that gift that sets them apart. Musically, their careers have covered an astonishing range of styles. Contemporary Hasidic, Sephardic, English, Yiddish, and Ivrit, and of course, traditional Hasidic. They have been the instrument through which we have learned some of the most beautiful Hasidic nigunim of, of great rebbes. Here is one unforgettable example. So many wonderful composers. Rebaruch Chait, Yossi Green, Mona Rosenblum, just to mention a few. They are also wonderful composers in their own right and possess a great feel for which material to showcase on their albums. Who can forget this rousing niggin of Rebaruch Chait that helped to make Avram Fried a household name? Hello, I do, I 
was given to me, introduced to me, by our good friend Shia Mendelitz. Thank you, Shia. But it has never been just about music. Through it all, the common denominator was to endeavor to bring Yidin closer to Hashem, strengthening their amuna in the ultimate geula, or simply to be misameach those who needed to be uplifted. I remember back in the 70s attending a Kiruv seminar in California with teenagers who knew little of Yiddishkeit. Yet at a kumzitz on Matzah Shabbos, yet at a kumzitz on Matzah Shabbos, they were all singing together with great intensity this MBD classic. throughout his career with songs like Just One Shabbos and in Ivrit of Charlotte Hakeim, just to mention a few. And of course, how many of his nigunim have reached in within our community and our ranks to uplift and remind us all that we are Maminim B'nai Maminim. By the way, I must say, Abi, you know, you have a pretty good record yourself. <laughs> You've written dozens and dozens and dozens of songs. Just a little example. <laughs> <laughs> 
not a bad song. Vivaldi, Vivaldi. All right, now let's get back on point, Deborah. This was the point. Uh, reviving and repopularizing the brilliant music of Chabad Hasidus and the inspiring lyrics of Rabbi Yom Erlach are just some of the projects that Ramel has taken upon himself over the years. And these projects were never about CD sales. They were, have been labors of love to bring Chizuk and inspiration to Klal Yisrael, to infuse us all with the strength, the kaya, to be better Another motion now for a song. And they, they have both been such wonderful proponents of the obligation upon us all to be Metzapeli Yeshua. Reminding us that someday we will all be together and that Yerushalayim is Oirei Shel Oilam. Through their songs we conjure up for ourselves that there is no place in the world as beautiful as Yerushalayim Er HaKadosh. Avi, if I may, speaking about Yerushalayim, friends, Avi has some great songs about Yerushalayim. Some amazing songs about Yerushalayim. One of my favorites, one of my favorites is... sing this one song because I prepared it. <laughs> and it has a few, it's, it's a Yossi Green song and it has some chords that I don't usually play. Oh. So I really rehearsed it. So we, can, we can call Yossi, find out. And it's a wonderful name. Beautiful, I was here to show you. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah
segment there is a lot of history in that segment they call it the ab rottenberg tribute off of a time for music 26 it was the um has concert from this past january a lot of amazing history in that segment with avramel mbd and of course ab rottenberg tuesday morning it's the 6th of august the 30th of av guess what it's rosh chodesh elul 5773 who would believe it want to wish good luck hatzlacharaba 
to everybody who's uh, heading to yeshiva as Rosh Chodesh Elul has begun. I assume that most of the uh, yeshivas out there, both in Israel and outside of Israel, are starting tomorrow on the very first official day of the month of Elul. So there'll be a lot of travel today. I'm sure there was a lot of travel yesterday. And uh, good luck to everybody who's getting ready for the brand new Zman, getting ready for Yeshiva to open and for uh, words of inspiration to start flowing all over the place and the Bate Midrashos all around the world. The uh, brand new month of Elul officially begins tomorrow, but today is Rosh Chodesh on this 30th of Av. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh today, including Yalaviyavo, Halel, uh, the um, uh, special Torah portion for Rosh Chodesh, Musaf Barachinafshin. Of course, tomorrow we will start saying L'David Hashem Ori. Actually, I guess that begins tonight at Mariv, right? That'll begin tonight at Mariv, uh, for those who say it at Mariv. And um, in terms of, uh, right, that'll start at Mariv. And in terms of Shofar, that begins tomorrow. Shofar begins tomorrow, and uh, believe it or not, I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, <laughs> believe it or not, Rosh Hashanah, four weeks from tomorrow night. Hard to believe. Well, our uh, Sephardic brethren begin Slichas this coming Thursday on the 2nd of Elul. 63 degrees, sunshine with a high temperature of 80, partly cloudy tonight, low 68. The rough weather starts tomorrow. Scattered thunderstorms, a high temperature of 74. Right now, Yerushalayim and Haifa both at 90, Tel Aviv at 88, a lot at 102. Our friends up at Camp Misora, they're at 50 degrees. The second graders are on day three of the uh, Misora experience, and they're heading up to 77 degrees later on this morning here, or later on today, I should say, there, up in Guilford, New York. At Camp Missouri, here at 63 in Jersey City. Before the A.B. Rottenberg tribute, you heard Lipa with Hang Up the Phone. Brave, brand new single from the Y.U. Maccabees. Adolam, done by the Chevra. Yehia Chodesh, in honor of Rosh Chodesh Elul from Mayor Sherman. Simintov, done by Sholi Waldner. And, of course, Regesh, Modani, opening things up. And we say good morning. Well, next week, speaking of Israel, uh, next week is uh, already proving to be a very exciting week, just based on the reaction that we've gotten since we've announced what we're doing next week. On Monday morning, we are scheduled to be with Nefesh Benefesh at Kennedy Airport. Now, I've asked Nefesh Benefesh for a list of everybody flying to Israel on the 12th of August. Because I would bet we know a lot of folks who are uh, making Aliyah on Monday. We are broadcasting from JFK as the Nefesh Benefesh staff gets everything ready for the big flight Monday afternoon. We fly to Israel with everybody who are uh, making Aliyah. I know it's going to be that's going to be a tough one, but maybe they'll get me a step closer to it. Who knows? And then um, when we land in Tel Aviv's Ben Gurion Airport, we will pre-record Tuesday morning's JM and the AM on the spot from where we are landing from the big celebration in Ben Gurion. So we'll be with our friends in Nefesh Benefesh. Wednesday, we visit Yeshivat Shalvin. They'll already be one week into the brand new Zman. It is, um, for those of you not familiar, one of the historic Hezder Yeshivot of Israel. Hezder Yeshivot in general have been in the news a lot recently. Um, and we will speak about um, uh, the Hezder movement in Yeshivat Shalvin, of course. Next Wednesday, between 1 and 4 Israel time, live on JM and the AM, Wednesday morning between 6 and 9, 
Eastern Time. Then Thursday, we'll visit our friends at Armeh or Bracha, who, of course, have embarked on their Rosh Hashanah campaign, as you would suspect, and helping a lot of people in Israel. And then we will uh, head back here to the U.S. So that is our plan. I've been reading up on some of the Nefesh Benefesh activities. They are still... Um, uh, they are still distributing enhanced financial grants for Olim who are moving to both Israel's north and south with many vibrant communities and affordable housing to choose from, lots of career options and a lot of space, a lot of space for a great scenic way of living. Uh, information, nbn.org.il slash north-south, nbn.org.il slash north-south. They actually have separate toll-free numbers for the Go North program. And for the Go South program, how do you like that? <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, also, this coming Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning at the UJA Federation Building on East 59th Street, your chance to explore Aliyah in a retirement workshop. Learn about retirement in Israel, health care, rights, benefits, building a social network, communities, bud- uh, communities budgeting, uh, Go North and Go South programs, information, and to register for a workshop for this coming Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning in Manhattan. Same number, 8664 Aliyah, 8664 Aliyah, or nbn.org.il slash workshops, nbn.org.il slash workshops. So we'll be with Nefesh Benefesh early next week, and boy, oh boy, are we looking forward to it, to say the least. JM in the AM, Tuesday morning, sunny weather, a high temperature of 80. Plenty more coming up at 12 minutes before 7 o'clock. News from Israel is coming up at the top of the hour. Rosh Chodesh morning, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills on the web. Oh, 91.9 FM, our friends in Rockland County, we can't forget. And around the world on the web, org.
the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmam.org. Galit's all in the background. News from Israel coming up. That was uh, Simcha Liner with Mehera. Nice selection. Miami with uh, Meim Hashem off of the Yavo CD you heard. AFSI, Americans for a Safe Israel, invite you to tonight's Vladimir Zev Jabotinsky Memorial Tribute. Member of Knesset, Deputy Speaker Moshe Faglin, Mark Langfen, Chairman of AFSI, Rai Pesach Lerner, all speaking tonight at the Westside Institutional Synagogue. Cantor Zevi Muller will chant the Mule. Information about the reception with Moshe Faglin and the event at 7.30 tonight in memory of uh, Zev Jabotinsky happening at the Westside Institutional Synagogue, 212-828-2424. Gali Tzal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast next. I'm Rani Avnai, with what's going on now. More than 150 refugees from Eritrea and Sudan have returned to their countries. Yerushalmi with the ברגע התאונה הקטנית בכביש 6, השר לביטחון הפנים מבקש להעביר אין עלייה במספר ההרוגים ביחס לשנים קודמות. השנה מבחינת הנתונים עד כאן, עם התאונה הקשה שהייתה, אנחנו כמעט מאוזנים מול שנה קודמת והנפגעים. אבל כשאני מסתכל על סך הכל התאונות, ישנה ירידה, ישנה בקטלניות, ישנה בקלות, ישנה ירידה וגם אפילו בהרוגים לשמחתי. את הדברים אמר יצחק אהרונוביץ' וכתבנו קובי מנדל בטקס חנוכת תחנת משטרה חדשה בנהריה. עליית מדרגה בכוננות האמריקנית מפני מחבלי אל-קאידה בתימן, חן פישר עם הפרטים. אחרי סגירת השגרירויות במזרח התיכון ואחרי אזהרת המסע, עכשיו מוציאה ארצות הברית הוראה חד משמעית לאזרחיה השוהים בתימן, עזבו באופן מיידי את המדינה. הרקע הוא התראה על כוונת אל-קאידה לבצע פיגוע בתימן. והמידע על התוכניות של אל-קאידה נחשף בשיחה שיורתה על ידי המודיעין האמריקני, ובה נשמעו מנהיגי ארגון הטרור הבינלאומי. השר נפתלי בנט בפנייה לאזרחי ישראל, לימודי משפטים, זה מיותר, לכו ללמוד דברים מועילים. תפסיקו ללמוד משפטים, כל מדינת ישראל, להפסיק עם השטות הזאת. מי שחולה על זה בסדר, גם אני למדתי משפטים, גם מיותר. התעשיינים זועקים, גם ההייטק זועק. כתבתנו יערה ברק מציינת כי השר בנט אמר את הדברים בדיון הוועדה לביקורת המדינה בכנסת, העוסקת בשילוב חרדים בשוק התעסוקה. מדד החשמל עכשיו, צריכת החשמל הגיעה כעת ל-10,300 מגוואט, כ-87% מיכולת הייצור. ולסיום, המקדונים מנסים להבין מה הסוד של הענבים בישראל. חקלאים ממקדוניה מבקרים בארץ, אחרי שקיבלו באחרונה תוצרת מקומית שהתברא להם כמוצלחת במיוחד. כתבנו רמי שני מציין שהקבוצה לומדת כאן על שיטות הגידול החדשניות ועל הטכנולוגיה הישראלית לטיפול בענבים. חדשות שעורך אסף ליברמן.
the AM. Yaakov Shweki with uh, special guest Shlomi Shabbat doing Vihisha Amda together in the uh, Live in Nokia uh, production that took place this year and uh, was just released as a uh, double CD and a really amazing double CD. You heard Lo Yisagoy before that. News from Israel opened up the 7 o'clock hour. Speaking of Israel, don't forget on Monday we'll be at JFK Airport. No joke. We'll be with our friends at Nefesh Benefesh as their big charter flight takes off for uh, Israel, will be on the flight with uh, hundreds of people making Aliyah, moving to the Holy Land. Uh, the show Monday morning will emanate from JFK Airport. The show Tuesday from Ben Gurion Airport in Tel Aviv. That is the plan. It's an amazing plan. It's going to be extremely inspiring. I hope everybody out there joins us in this incredible tribute, not only to Nefesh Benefesh, but to the hundreds of Olim who are heading out on Monday and to the thousands that have gone already in 2013. It is simply remarkable. 13 minutes after 7 o'clock with sunshine, high temperature of 80. We're at 63 right now. Julie Menon is with us live via telephone, running on the Democratic line for Manhattan Borough President. She's got a boatload of endorsements, including our great friend, New York State Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver, and a whole host of others. And she has been involved in so many different things over the years uh, that have um, impacted Manhattan and our community. And she joins us live via telephone. Julie Menon, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be with you this morning. I appreciate that. I've been reading so much about you over the last 24 hours. And one of the things that really jumped out at me is you actually had some success taking on Con Ed. And me, I'm a, uh, I am a Manhattan resident. It always seems that Con Ed is uh, never on the side of the consumer. What were you able to do to, uh, to, to bring them to an understanding at one time? Well, it's very interesting because people have that perception that you cannot take on Con Ed and win. And I'm here to say it absolutely is possible. <laughs> when they were trying to raise all New Yorkers' rates, I stepped in and won a $200 million victory against them by urging the Public Service Commission to investigate Con Ed for illegally threatening to raise rates. A lot of people don't know, but it's really only the Public Service Commission that can raise rates. Con Ed cannot go around and start threatening communities that they're going to raise rates. So we won this victory, and we're now using this money for the redevelopment of Lower Manhattan. Well, I consider it a great victory, frankly. This was as you were chairing the uh, community board you were doing that? Yes, that's exactly right. I was on the board of the Lower Manhattan Development Corporation and found that they were sitting on $200 million that was unaccounted for. Con Ed tried to come in and claim that money, and I fought back. And it's a wonderful victory for our community. We're using some of the money to build the World Trade Center Performing Arts Center. Some of the funds are going to finish off elements of the September 11th memorial and other infrastructure projects downtown. How's the race going so far from your perspective? We have tremendous support, and it's such an exciting race to see the enthusiasm and the endorsements that we have. And I think it's because people really want someone who is a fighter, who has a solution-driven approach, and a strong track record of winning. I'm running against three council members, and I have to say we have, thankfully, the lion's share of the endorsements in this race. And as we head into the final stretch of the campaign, it's been wonderful to see the momentum in communities all throughout the borough. Well, there's no question that. Uh, your list of endorsements is quite impressive. Julie Menon with us live via telephone running on the Democratic line 
for Manhattan Borough President. You proposed a master plan for the borough of Manhattan to reform land use so that you can create more affordable housing, more classroom seats, more open green space. Is this a pie-in-the-sky idea, or is this something that really can come to fruition? This is something that can really come to fruition. Uh, Cities all across the country have used master plans. Basically, what they are is they're planning documents so we can sensibly plan for growth. There are 1.61 million residents in the borough of Manhattan. We're the densest of the five boroughs, and it's expected that we're going to be growing to 1.8 million by the year 2030. Without a plan, how are we going to grow? The reason we have public schools with 36 kids in a class, a lack of affordable housing, a lack of parks, in some communities a lack of health care facilities, is because in large part we don't have a master plan. So large-scale development is routinely approved without a close enough nexus to what it's doing to communities. So this master plan would allow us to ensure that when there's development, we're building enough public school seats, we're building enough affordable housing on site, we're building enough parks for our kids, we're building enough health care facilities, and it would also address issues such as sustainability, which I have to say in all of the various lower Manhattan communities is a very important issue. What do you think of the man you're trying to replace? Because frankly, I think Scott's done a pretty good job as Manhattan Borough President. Oh, Scott has done a terrific job. I've had an excellent relationship working with Scott over the many, many years, and he has done a wonderful job really reinvigorating the borough president's office, and I would absolutely want to continue in that tradition. I also want to do, as I mentioned, this master plan, and I also believe very strongly that we need to get rid of these um, city council member items, which is that some communities are getting more funding by the city council than others, and it's not really based on need, and I think that that needs to change. So I have a number of good government reforms that I would want to put in place. You were uh, in Involved to say the least, or at the center of uh, uh, two of probably the uh, the most um, uh, devastating events in recent New York City history. Nine Eleven, your company was literally downtown. That's where you were based. Yes, I owned a small business that was located several blocks away from Lower Manhattan. I owned a restaurant and catering and market called Vine. We were located a few blocks away from Ground Zero. After 9-11, every window was blown out. The white, grayish ash permeated every inch and crevice of my business. My home was a couple blocks from Ground Zero. My family was evacuated. And in those weeks after 9-11, I started the key community organization focused on the ground on rebuilding downtown. So what do you think of downtown now? You must be amazed. It's wonderful to see. I mean, it's first of all, the fact that we are the fastest growing residential neighborhood in the city with 30 thousand new residents, something that people never thought was possible, particularly after 40,000 residents left our community after 9-11. After 9-11, we lost 60,000 jobs. We are now the fourth largest commercial business district in the country and one of the most visited tourist destinations in the United States. So the work that we did in lower Manhattan, you really see it and feel it every single day when you're walking the streets of downtown. You see all the new public schools that we built, the parks, the East River waterfront, the new office companies that have come in here. It's very exciting to walk around downtown right now. And with all the improvements, Superstorm Sandy was not too friendly to that neighborhood. (laughs) No, it was not. And, and, And that's really a great concern I have and something that I would want to tackle as borough president. I do not believe we are prepared for the next storm. About nine months before Hurricane Sandy at Community Board 1, we urged the Army Corps of Engineers 
to erect storm surge barriers to protect the low-lying areas of lower Manhattan. And right now we need to put up these retractable barriers to truly protect communities. We also need to put together a real volunteer corps. After 9-11, I worked with many, many different organizations in court, including Tribeca Chabad and J-Corps and others, and we were able to assemble 300 volunteers, and we knocked on over 9,000 doors in three days, providing food and water and blankets. But what that really taught me is that the city does not have a viable distribution system in an emergency. So we need to organize a real volunteer corps now, assign volunteer groups various neighborhoods, train them in advance so in an emergency they know where to go. And we also need a list of all the seniors and disabled, those with special needs in an emergency so we can get to them first. And lastly, all of our hospitals need to have backup generators. Mm -hmm. The fact that all of our downtown hospitals south of 40th Street went down not for a day, not for two days, but literally for months at a time, is unacceptable. And we have to protect them and make sure that we have backup generators in a safe and secure location. I mentioned to someone in your office that one of the biggest concerns or that we've heard about constantly since the superstorm was the uh, uh, the fights that people are in with their insurance companies. Mm-hmm. And, and, yes. and you, I noticed in the uh, material I read, uh, you at least want to see people aware of how they're insured. In other words, they may not have the insurance that eventually they'll need after a superstorm like that, but at least in advance, they should be clear in terms of what type of policies they hold and what their insurance companies can do for them in an emergency. This was one of the biggest issues that the community faced, uh, the small business community, after 9-11 and after Sandy, because many of the insurance companies refused to pay business interruption insurance, or if they paid it at all, would pay only a couple days. I faced this with my small business. After 9-11, my business was completely devastated, and the insurance company came back and said, we'll pay you five days of business and interrupt insurance when my business was completely out of commission for months at a time. So small businesses need to know about this. They need to look at their insurance policy, make sure that they have small business and interruption insurance, and make sure that the insurance company is honoring it. If they're not honoring it, they should take their case to the New York State Insurance Commission because we have to hold the insurance company's feet to the fire to do the right thing. Uh, a lot of lessons learned from that episode, that's for sure. Julie Menon is uh, running on the Democratic line from Manhattan Borough President. I assume the primary is the 10th of September, am I right? It is. It's the 10th of September. And if anyone wants to get involved or hear more about my policy platforms, they can reach me at www.juliemenon, that's M-E-N-I-N.com. Oh, before you go, could you tell us the sukkah story, how you got involved and helped out? <laughs> as, yes, uh, as uh, absolutely. <laughs> Tribeca Chabad came to the community board because they wanted to put a sukkah in Duane Park, which is one of the smaller parks uh, that right. exist in Tribeca. And there were certain community groups, the Friends of Duane Park, that were opposing the sukkah. And so it came to the community board, and I decided to intervene and called every single owner of every vacant lot in Lower <laughs> Manhattan to see if I could find a private lot to house the sukkah, because there were some in the community that were objecting to religious uses in public parks. That so you I found really it, right? To find a private park, and I found <laughs> a lot on Warren Street that agreed to house the sukkah. I found funding for it. We uh, were able to get this done very, very quickly as this was down to the wire, and I'm very proud to have solved what the New York Times dubbed the Great Sukkah Controversy. <laughs> the sukkah was there. I brought my children and my husband there, 
and it was a beautiful celebration. Well, you are entitled to another great Sukkot meal this coming holiday. How do you like that? Thank you, thank you. Listen, I mentioned the Speaker Silver, but there are many others as well. A lot of folks in our community are really enthusiastic about your campaign and are really uh, uh, happy to see the progress you're making. We wish you good luck. September 10th is going to be a big day. Julie Menon on the Democratic line from Manhattan Borough President. Julie, a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year, and good luck in the race. Oh, thank you so much for having me today, and best wishes to you, too. Appreciate that. Tuesday morning broadcast at 25 minutes after 7 o'clock.
name in the AM with Shalshella. It's all volume five. Twenty-nine minutes after seven o'clock, Rosh Chodesh Elul morning. Could you imagine? It is Rosh Chodesh Elul. Yalaviyavo, Hallel, special Torah reading, Musaf, Barchinafshi, all included in today. Uh, today's uh, services for Rosh Chodesh morning. If you're not familiar with it, consult with your local rabbi. We'll start saying L'David Hashem Ori tonight. We will start blowing show for tomorrow morning. Unbelievable. This uh, year is coming to a rapid close. Getting ready for the brand new one of 5774. Four weeks from tomorrow night. Imagine that. AFSI has the uh, memorial tribute to Vladimir Zev Jabotinsky happening tonight. Three distinguished speakers, Moshe Faglin, Mark Langfan, Rabbi Pesach Lerner, all tonight at the Westside Institutional Synagogue, 120 West 76th Street in New York City between Columbus and Amsterdam. Cantor Zevi Muller will chant the uh, Mule. Sponsors include AFSI and the Nordau Circle. Information, 212-828-2424-212-828-2424 for information. By the way, I got a note from uh, Yassi Zablocki up at uh, Kutcher's, and uh, they have announced their massive Shabbat Chazanut and musical extravaganza for this weekend. They will feature Chazan Yaakov Motzen and a Motzei Shabbos Saturday night concert with Yaakov Motzen, Avram Rosenblum, and Rabbi Moshe Mickey Shore. It's all happening up at Kutcher's, or by Shore, and by Yechiel Lichtenstein will be scholars and residents. Information about it, it's uh, 845-794-6000, 844 6,000. The Shabbos of the 16th, which is a week from this Shabbos, they'll do the Kalbach Festival with uh, Yeshivish Kalbach, Hasidic Kalbach, and Moshav Kalbach, featuring Srilly Williger, Ellie Beer, and Oneg Shemesh. And a singles weekend with Sharon Gans as well. Information 845 794 8457946000. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Rabbi Sol Salanter said that a person is obligated to consider all the days of the year like Elul. And Elul itself is, of course, Elul. The Menei comments that the Rashi Tevis, the acronym that is formed by the words Eslavavcha v'Eslavav Zarecha, your heart and the heart of your children, form the word Elul. It is a propitious time to show the love for Hashem, a unique time that is a special window of opportunity for tshuva. At this time, one can turn his averus, his sins, in deschuyos, merits, his troubles and suffering to rachamim, to mercy. Because of this, the obligation rests on each Jew to be extremely careful with every hour and every day of the 29 days of Elul, to sanctify them through tshuva and masim toivim, good deeds. Let us make a simple calculation of the number of hours in Elul. If we take 24 hours contained in each day, and we multiply it by the 29 days of Elul, we have 696 hours. The number 696 is alluded to in the Pesuk and Mishlei, in the Proverbs, Beretzoi Hashem, Darche Ish. When Hashem favors a man's ways, 
even his enemies will make peace with him. The word ritzois, or favors, has the gematria, the numerical equivalent of 696, meaning that Hashem favors a man's ways when he goes in Hashem's ways during the 696 hours of Elul. Then, even the enemies will make peace with him. Our sages explain in the Talmud Yerushalmi that this pasuk is speaking about the Sahara, the enemy of man, the evil inclination. Through tshuva, we have the power to change everything. Man has the power to change averus, the sins into merits, and suffering to joy. The students of the great tzaddik, Rabbi Salanter, would say on the Shabbos that they would bench Rosh Chodesh Elul, they would bless the new moon. The Shliach Tzibor would call out, Rosh Chodesh Elul, Rabbi Yisrael's entire being began to tremble. The assemblage could sense a marked difference between Tfilas Musaf and the earlier Tfilah of Shachris. For Musaf had already been included in the Tfilos, the prayers of Elul. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M., 7.34, 26 minutes before 8 o'clock. Reminder that the Borough Park Jewish Community Council and the Borough Park Y have a uh, an event coming up this Monday at 7.30 p.m. on the topic of identity fraud. Identity fraud, how it affects you, how you can prevent it, don't be a victim. Did you know that identity fraud can potentially cost you thousands of dollars? Uh, they've got the uh, information. Everyone's encouraged to be at the Borough Park Y on 14th Avenue in Brooklyn this coming Monday night starting at 7.30. Brooklyn DA Charles Hines and ADA Richard Farrell will address the crowd. Information, 718-250-2045, 718-250-2045 for all the information. JM in the AM as we continue with Avremo. Yes, 
Rush AM in the AM. Boy, do we play great music. Boy, do we play great music. Baruch Levine with Ashkifa. You heard Leviathan and Gam Kielech. Benny Friedman off of Yesh Tikva with Baruch Hamam. Uh, Yisrael Williger, uh, Yisrael Werdiger, rather, with the uh, Bayis Nemon by Yisrael. And Avramol, Avram Fried at Baruch Hu Elokeinu to open up that set. Nice set of music here at JM the AM. AFSI presents the uh, memorial tribute to Zev Jabotinsky tonight. Moshe Faglin, Deputy Speaker of the Knesset, Mark Langfan, Roy Pesach Lerner, all presented Westside Institutional Synagogue on 120 West 76th Street in New York. That's happening tonight beginning at 7.30. Information at 212-828-2424, 212-828-2424. Monday starts an amazing week here at JM in the AM. We're going to be heading to Israel with Nefesh Benefesh which means we'll be broadcasting live Monday morning from JFK Airport as the Nefesh Benefesh staff gets ready for the big August 12th flight to Israel. We land in Israel Tuesday and immediately present JM in the AM live, well, I shouldn't say live, we're going to pre-record it, uh, but uh, direct from Ben Gurion Airport. We then head Wednesday to Yeshivat Shalvim, one of the uh, landmark Hezder Yeshivot of Israel. Where many students are heading today or yesterday, a lot of folks are heading there already for the beginning of the Elulzman, and then Thursday will be at Armei or Bracha as they begin their Rosh Hashanah campaign and help support a lot of very poor people in the holy city of Jerusalem. We'll be doing that on Thursday, so it's a very packed week for us. I'm just reading about some of the Nefesh Benefesh uh, uh, initiatives that are going on this coming Sunday. By the way, Nefesh Benefesh has a retirement workshop. Learn about retiring in Israel. Healthcare, rights, benefits, building a social network, the Go North and Go South programs. This Sunday at the UJA Federation on East 59th Street starting at 10 a.m. Information nbn.org.il slash workshops, nbn.org.il slash workshops, or 8664-ALIYAH. And in general, if you want to explore the north and south of Israel with the enhanced financial grants for Olim who are heading north or south, you can go to nbn.org.il slash north-south, or you'll see in your newspapers and on the website separate phone numbers. There are separate toll-free numbers for the Go North campaign and for the Go South campaign. So there's a whole bunch of information there you can get. And you can check out uh, online, nbn.org.il. And we are looking forward to Monday at JFK Airport. Let us know. Let us know who you know that's making Aliyah Monday. Yeah, let us know. We'd love to uh, highlight them on, on the air. Give them a big shout-out from JFK Airport. I've heard of some people that I know that are heading there Monday to the Holy Land. Um, I say kolakavo to them. Hey, don't forget that our friends at Colrum Multimedia are looking for voiceover artists for Megillas Lester. Megillas Lester is an animated 3D feature-length comedy featuring romanticized versions of the personalities from Megillas Esther targeted a from Jewish audience. The story is about a boy who goes back and accidentally disrupts the story of Purim and how he attempts to correct it. Go to MegillasLester.com, MegillasLester.com for a teaser, uh, or if you want to audition for the part, MegillasLester.com. A special hello to um, the Rand family of Brooklyn, New York, who again tonight 
are putting together the annual Flatbush Crown Heights Marine Park Barbecue to benefit the Rofe Cholem Cancer Society. It is happening this evening with Chef Ellie Berman, with a sushi bar by That Sushi Spot, with a wine tasting by MB Vineyard, with elegant desserts by Metro, with a Mazamrim with, with a special guest, and of course hosted by Pinny and Yaffa Rand in memory of Chedva Fredel, Bas Avram uh, David Rand of Blessed Memory. Uh, Chaim Wialgus is the chairman of the evening. There'll be a special keynote speaker. This is always an amazing annual event. I, I hope the, the weather should hold up. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be good weather until tomorrow. So it should certainly hold up. And a kolakavo to uh, everybody that's going to be heading on over to participate. RCCS does great work. This barbecue every summer is always a great event. So yeshikach to the Rand family, to Yaffa and Penny and everybody who's involved tonight. Four minutes after 8 o'clock. Ooh, time to move into the next hour. Henry Stimler is supposed to join us. We'll see if he shows up today. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County, 91.9 FM, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
a.m. in the a.m. Did I violate any of Mark Zamek's rules by playing Kivakaras on Rosh Chodesh Elul? <laughs> he might say that, uh, that that only goes closer to Rosh Chodesh Tishrei to Rosh Hashanah. I don't know. I think Rosh Chodesh Elul, as we think about Shofar for tomorrow, and we start thinking about the brand new year four weeks from tomorrow night, I think we could play some of the liturgy from the high holidays. Why not? Shlomo Simcha with Kivakaras here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Chai, done by the Chevra. You heard Baruch Levine in there with Hashkifa that wrapped up the uh, previous hour. JM in the AM, good morning. Reminder, live lunch with ZK coming up 12 noon Eastern time on the stream, jmintheam.org. We try our best to fill our stream with amazing music all day long. If you're not familiar with it, get familiar with it. As so many have already. Your laptop, your computer, your browser on your smartphone, your iPhone app, your Android app, all variety, the listen line at 212-419-4241, all varieties of ways to tune in as so many people are doing from around the world to our amazing stream all day long. Take advantage and tune in to ZK. He'll be, uh, Starting at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream with a live lunch. On a Rosh Chodesh Elul. Ooh, I wonder what he has planned for a Rosh Chodesh Elul live lunch. Hmm. Henry Stimler of J. Soho supposedly is on the way. I think we've been saying this now for 24 hours. He's supposedly on his way to the studio. We might actually speak to him about the big event coming up at the Hampton Synagogue this coming Shabbos uh, before 9 o'clock this morning. That might actually happen. And uh, if it does happen, you'll know about it, because he'll be here speaking to us at JM in the AM. 19 minutes after 8 o'clock, reminder that our community calendar online is an amazing way for you to post to the entire world what's happening in your community. If you have an event you want to post, go to the community calendar section of jmtheam.org and post away. It is a listener-controlled community calendar, and what could be better than that? So check it out and enjoy community calendar section of jmnam.org. Also, don't forget our Twitter and, uh, and Facebook, um, uh, social media addresses on Twitter. You could either go to, or you should go to both. You should put in both and follow both at Toll Jewish Radio and at Nahum Siegel Net. On Facebook, uh, Facebook update page is Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. Off the Yes Legacy, Sam Glazer at JM and the AM. A friendly word to say When he came by They all just looked away The mention of his name Just brought a frown He was known As the miser of the town In synagogue They never called his name People wondered Why he even came Children cursed him up and down They were told he was the miser of the town Well, the years they came and went No one saw a penny spent And he spent his final hour all alone And when they heard he died Not a single person cried And they buried him somewhere without a stone At the door, 
in the AM. Well, a gentleman who we've been saying for 24 hours is going to show up at some point has actually shown up. That's the Y Studs, by the way, with Avat Yisrael, Isaac Honig before that, Sam Glazer with Miser of the Town off the Yes Legacy, and uh, Henry Stimler, co-owner of Jay Soho at the corner of Don't Tell Me, Don't Tell Me, at the corner of Grand Street. What's the cross street? Grand and... Canal? Yes. That's officially... That's not Canal. It is Canal. Canal is when you're driving and you make the left. What's that left? No, no. It's, we're on West Broadway between oh, Canal West and Grand. Oh, West Broadway. That's it. West Broadway. Broadway. Thank you. Corner of West Broadway and Grand. Uh, Jay Soho, supposedly the landmark kosher restaurant <laughs> in New York City, to say the least. And according to page six today, you've had some uh, interesting visitors to Jay Soho recently. We did, yeah. We had, uh, we're had. in page six today for uh, the visit from the legendary Joan, Joan uh, Rivers. Wait one second. Was it Joan Collins? No, or Joan, Joan Rivers. I compl- I was, it was Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers showed Rivers. up. She was there for a charity. Uh, uh, there's a wonderful organization called Couture for a Cause. I'm not sure if you know what it is. Yeah. It's a uh, very stylish bunch of, of uh, women from Long Island who do uh, an event once a year to raise money for, for different charities. And their guest of honor was Joan, Collin, Joan Rivers. Rivers. Joan Rivers. And uh, she was meant to show up and uh, the day before her, fo- her sister passed away. Right. So she couldn't come. So they, they didn't cancel the event. They went on with the event. But they wanted to do something for the ladies that had been so excited to see Miss Rivers. Yeah. So we, we said, why don't we just do something when which after she gets it from Shiver and yeah. all that, and do, we did something that, at uh, the restaurant, she came and she, she loved it. What did you serve that night? What was the centerpiece of the menu that evening? We now have sushi. We've capitulated. You've done we, it? Yeah, from the nine days, we, we went and we've, we've, we've put sushi on the menu. Did you have people during the nine days? Uh, no, not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. And since then, have people taken advantage of the sushi? Yeah, menu people, people seem to like the sushi. It's really, really good. Where's the sushi bar? I'm trying it's not a sushi bar. We just have a sushi chef uh. tucked away in the kitchen in his little corner, and he make and we have a sushi menu. So we said a lot of sushi, a lot of spring rolls, uh, duck spring rolls, and mini burgers and mini sliders, and a champagne bar, and it was really, really lovely. And she, she was really. A, Surprised, I think, by these these women and the location. She didn't. She think she she said she thought she was going to walk into a place that looked like a yeshiva boy's wife's home, <laughs> and she was she was blown away. She was really lovely. Right, we have a lot to talk about. All right, go ahead. Primarily this weekend. Yeah. You're leaving Manhattan. We are. You are openly declaring that you're leaving the borough of Manhattan behind. Just, just for a very short weekend, <laughs> we are going to do a, a pop-up in uh, the Hamptons. A pop-up? A pop-up, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> the Hampton Synagogue, which uh, under Rabbi Schneier's leadership, yep. I am told, has grown like crazy. Unreal. During the year and during the summer, it's off the charts. I think it's about a thousand people. Is that amazing? It's amazing. Rabbi Schneier and uh, his staff, including Cantor Hirschdick, who's a great guy. Yeah. He's a wonderful and man. And a wonderful cousin. A wonderful cousin. Jay Soho, you and Menachem, will do a very special Shabbat dinner for young professionals and singles across the Hamptons this coming Friday night, right after evening services. So it'll begin about 8.15. Very reasonably priced, by the way. Yep. 
Fifty bucks. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I, I don't know the Hamptons crowd just in in terms of the um, in terms of the makeup. Are are there singles and single professionals out there? Yeah, of course. There are plenty out there. Oh, of course. It's I'm, not just couples and families. No, and I've been I've been going to the Hamptons since since I came to New York City. We, it's been a it's been a quite a journey. When I first came to New York City, when I was somewhat penniless, I would share a house with like fifty, sixty people. Would sleep in cupboards on mattresses. Cupboards. Yeah, and, and there would be these walk-in closets, and they would serve <laughs> as bedrooms. You'd stuff as many people as you could into the share house. But as as uh, a success prevailed and I made a little bit more money. I no longer resorted to having to sleep in a cupboard and was actually given my own room or a bed or something like that. So, yeah. I'd be the rental fee went up. The right? rental fee went up. I could afford a little more so I could move out of... The so, how many singles could show up this Friday night? I, I, what, what's the projection? I would say about 150, 200. You could have that many. Yeah, hopefully. Unbelievable. We're going we're gonna to prepare for 200. And it'll be a great mixer. People I, will be able to oh, meet. Yeah. And, and it's also in a beautiful setting. The shul is so, it's so beautiful. Uh, it's the be- Right there, you, you have services, the most wonderful services. Rabbi Schneier is a tremendous speaker, wonderful human being, great person. I'm actually staying with him this weekend. And, uh, and I think so is Menachem. I'm not. I'm not going to confirm that. Did he say to bring the uh, bring the food? Or yeah, he said you bring the food. I'll supply the rooms. <laughs> We're doing a barter system. Anyway, so, so so it's a very relaxed atmosphere. You no one has to wear jackets. Just uh, black pants and a white shirt, or blue pants and a white shirt. Very very relaxed atmosphere. And then we have a really lovely dinner with four courses. We have mm. our, our specialty cocktails. It'll be really nice. And uh, I'm sure a big dessert to wrap things up. Uh, there'll be a lovely dessert to wrap yeah. things up. I think the festivities will go for a couple of hours. You know, there's very lots nice. of wine, red, white wine. I think everyone will get somewhat uh, festive mood. All in a nice Shabbat atmosphere. In a beautiful contingent with the rabbi. Come on. Right. Yeah. Hey, the yeah. rabbi's there. Wait, Come on. Th- yeah, just, you Nothing's know, getting out of hand with the rabbi there. You know, with the rabbi, you've got to behave yourself. <laughs> 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 all right. And, uh, and, ob- and just to overstate the obvious, because we're speaking to people all over the place, you don't have to be from the Hamptons to come. No, not at all. They will house you. They will take care of the whole thing out there. I mean, well, y- it I, may be tough to find housing, right? I'm sure you've got friends you can find but housing. But there are people you, yeah, out there. Yeah, there's so many share houses. Just right. put something on Facebook or, or Twitter or Instagram or saying I'm looking for for somewhere to bunk down for for Friday night. Right. There'll be there'll be more than enough places for you to go. All to. right. Information number. Do people need to make reservations? I what believe, do they do? I believe they do. They have to phone up. It should be there on the Here flyer. it is. The Hampton Synagogue dot org or dial six three one two eight eight oh five three four. Again, six three one two eight eight oh five three four. Their big special Shabbat dinner hosted by Jay Soho for young professionals and singles across the Hamptons happens this coming Friday night after services about eight fifteen PM uh, for the summer twenty thirteen brochure, the Hampton Synagogue dot org and again probably the best way to get information about this coming Friday night. Go to the website and you will see exactly what's or, happening. Or you can there. go onto our Facebook page. We've posted oh. it right there, or, my, or our Instagram, or our Twitter page. It's, it's Everything's online. You can get in touch with me, HS at, at uh, the J Soho, or HS at the old email, which is Jezebel Soho. Don't tell them who are you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Today's your lucky day, by the way. Why is that? Maybe that's why you postponed your visit for an entire day. Why? Why is that? You like meeting influential people in the club and music world, right? I do, yes. You know who's walking into the studio at 9 o'clock who's this morning? coming at 9 o'clock? Todd. Todd. Former owner of Maxwell's. You heard Maxwell's clothes, right? This uh, was a big thing. No, I don't Maxwell's know. Maxwell's in Hoboken, which was a landmark uh, a club for God knows how many years. He could tell you when he walks in. Why is he coming? J- he's doing a show here at 9 o'clock. Right, and, uh, but I, I've never heard of Maxwell's. You've never heard of Maxwell's? I'm, I'm, <gasps> I've never heard of Maxwell's. You mean in England they never spoke about Maxwell's? No one's, Did they speak about the Village Gate? No. Did they speak about the Blue Note? No. <gasps> they spoke about Limelight and, and Studio wow. 54. And, and well, Studio 54. I mean, come on. Also very, very You're in a different genre there's now. A, do you remember there's a famous singer called Maxwell? Do you know that? Oh, yeah, from England, right? 
and well, he, what was that song that he had? I don't know. I was with him uh, a few uh, weeks ago. Are you so actually from yesterday, yeah. He's a friend of He mine. was in Jay Soho? Uh, no, he, he was there on Sunday. He refused to dine at Jay Soho. No, no, he was, there on, he was there on Sunday night, and I saw him yesterday, the singer Maxwell. Yeah, Any yeah. athletes recently? I know Joan Rivers was there. Any athletes walk in recently? I, I you haven't had A-Rod in the restaurant, have you? Because we, we I'm curious to know what he's been eating. We're, ba- we're banned him for, for 216 meals. <laughs> you you banned him. He's not allowed to come for 216 meals. That, no, that may make page six. It's something he's putting on the food. <laughs> That's why Jewish men all so big and strong. <laughs> so you've heard of him, huh? You've heard, heard of him. I've heard of him. He, he, he struck out yesterday or something like that. Oh, been, who knows what he did? Yeah, he's been banned for for many years. Very sad. Is, is this a um, is this a um, a big story in England? Uh, no. no, no, nobody even knows who he nobody is. Nobody even cares or knows. The, all they care about is the royal baby. Did you send a greeting to the parents of the royal I baby? Didn't I didn't. I sent a little note saying, I think you've got the name wrong. It should have been called Henry. <laughs> Very <laughs> good. I think so. <laughs> George, Louis. Nah. Henry would have been, would have it's been funny because Menachem said it should be Menachem. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny you say that. <laughs> funny. <laughs> we haven't had any athletes. I, don't, have we had, I think most of the athletes are away. That Most of the athletes are right. either you know, the basketball season is right. over. Right. They're not in gone, town. And the football right. season's just starting. Right. They're again. preoccupied they're, with those. Pretty, and the, we're not really b- big fans of the baseball People, right. and not, I don't know if How about cricket? Have they shown up? They yeah, haven't shown yeah, up yet. But we won the Ashes. I don't know if you know what that means. Say it again? It's not important. England won the Ashes. It's what like, is that? It's a competition. The cricket or? Cricket competition. You get a small... Well, congratulations. And you get a small urn of Ashes. Well, okay, that, that's big news. <laughs> it is big news. And you, <laughs> came, you came here for the celebration. Well, because you love the celebrities. We had, we've had, uh, we had the, we hosted the season finale of Million Dollar Listing. Are you now, what is show? Million Dollar Listing? How does it work? Million Dollar Listing is a, is a, is a Bravo TV show. Bravo. Yeah. Is a very influential reality TV show, Correct. and uh, what it is it's about selling real estate in New York, and they have these three brokers, and they pit them against each other, and they're all in this kind of doggy world. To buy it. the property? No, no, no. Each one has its own different ah. listing, but there's intertwining stories. Okay. And we had two of the three brokers. We had uh, Ryan Serhan, and we had Louise Ortiz, and they came for the for the rap party for the season finale. We showed the season finale on the television, and uh, and I actually charged the broker for the champagne, and he was very surprised. Oh. I said, I got, I got a bill. I said, yeah. I said, when, when you went down an economy, you, you don't get a, you don't get commission. Yeah, many, many I'm, someone, I'm, I'm someone confused there. You know, I'm running a business. Oh boy, he did not seem very happy. He'll never be back. Oh no, I don't think we'll see Ryan Sand for a while. But if I ever do rent an apartment from him, I'm going to say, what, what, what commission? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? You better about? pray to no bed bugs there if you're <laughs> no, no, right. no, well, he would sell me a rat infested <laughs> Did he put down an offer on Jay Soho's building? No, no it, it's he not, did not want to buy your building. It's not for sale. Did not, not want to buy I it. Think he owned, he Even though your building's been estimated in over $10 million, he didn't want to buy it. I don't know, has it? I have I no idea. I'm making that up. I've got no idea what it's worth. Around the square foot, I don't think it's worth ten million dollars. But, but that's one of the most prominent areas of Manhattan. It's now. a beautiful area. It's very nice. The next door, we've got a lot of construction going on. Unfortunately, I know, they're, I building saw this, that. they're building this luxury condominium called the. I think it's the Twinkie factory. Is it harming your building? It's very annoying. Yeah, we're getting a lot of water into the basement. Oh, it's been a, it's been a, a, a real pain. Who do we sue? We must know a good Jewish Michael lawyer. Michael Ferry. <laughs> if you're listening, Mr. Ferry, we're coming for you. Who do you, who do you want to take the suit? Who should? Uh, which high-profile attorney are you familiar with? Uh, Come on. We can get Mr. Braffman. <laughs> you think he'll take he the just, case? He's very good, Mr. Braffman. You know, I'm not sure if he'll take. Has he been case. to the restaurant? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty sure he's been to yeah, the restaurant. Yeah, I think I once chased him down outside Abigail's and, and gave him my business card. And just to make sure he yeah, comes down. He was very confused about <laughs> who this young English man thrusting his business card. Henry Stimler is here, co-owner of J Soho, the event in the Hamptons this Friday night. If you're single or a young professional or both, you're invited to participate. Six three one two eight eight zero five three four for information. Uh, any uh, additions to your non-sushi menu? Anything specific in the last few weeks I, that has I, been added? I want to say this with with complete confidence. I yeah. think after a year and a bit, our food is literally at the best it's ever been. Our chef is really hitting her stride. I think with all businesses, things take time. Right. And and obviously, we took a little bit of time, but now we've really... Got to tweak things. Yeah, right? it takes a little time to get it right. The right. kitchen starts running like a well-oiled machine. But we are really hitting out of the park now. The food has been so well-received. It's really delicious. I've even signed to eat there. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. heard a, uh, I heard a very nice rumor about you, what about you what hear? you did for a customer. What did I do? A customer showed up after... After your kitchen was closed, you invited him oh. and his wife back. Uh, this is a Hasidic man yeah, from Borough Park. I know. He's very sweet. Very nice man. He stopped me in the street to tell me this story because he heard about you here. He yeah, heard about yeah, you here. Yeah, so yeah. he went down with his wife. Kitchen was closed. You invited him back. No charge. No, no. There's more to that story. There's more to that story. It's not just... I just don't give away free meals just because the kitchen <laughs> is closed. What happened was like this. What happened was like this. Uh, he came at about quarter to eleven at night and the kitchen was still open. Right. And uh, and my maitre d', thinking the kitchen was still open, sat him down with his wife. Uh. And but the mashkiach was closing, was locking it down. He had to leave. So my mashkiach's not there. We can't cook. Mashkiach turned the turned the gas already. So he's sitting. He's had a drink. He's waiting. He's waiting. And and my staff unfortunately forgot to inform him that the kitchen was closed. He was quite upset. So uh. I called. I got his number I, from the reservation book. I called him the next day. I said, I'm really sorry for that mistake. Please come and enjoy dinner with your wife on me. And he came. And he's been coming back ever since. <gasps> he's, he's, he came out with his two sons last week. He's the sweetest you see man. that and every time he comes he calls me tells me he's coming and i should be there and i'm always there obviously <laughs> because i live in there so yeah yeah that was that's, we try and do nice things that's called people. customer service we try we try to do nice that's things, very but, nice but people shouldn't have to wait and if, if, if people are hungry i know how jews get with their food they're not the, they're not <laughs> the most pleasant when it comes are we impatient when we, it comes to it i think so really i think, I think most people are impatient how dare you make an observation no, like no, that i think most people are impatient <laughs> when it comes to when they're hungry or tired or something like that like in an hour i'm gonna get really grumpy because it's morning six thirty. and you need here. breakfast uh, are there people listening in Great Britain when they hear that you're on the air? Actually, my friends, are, because it's holiday. Yeah. It's oh, vacation. everyone's out of town. Everyone right leaves. It's not like America where you go to the country. Right. You go. You go. So where do they go? Uh, Europe is Europe is very accessible. So they may go to France, France, they... Italy, Spain, right. uh, uh, Israel. They're not home. They're not home. England, London, Gold Screen is absolutely absolutely dead. I so in Shul this Shabbos, there'll be nobody there. Very few people. Unbelievable. Literally, it'll be country a... packs out. Oh yeah, I'm completely. Just goes for this from the first of August till the last day of August. They are all completely gone. Uh, where are you for the summer? Uh, here. <laughs> no bungalow colony for you. I don't do that. Although what? Monday I'm heading to Israel with Nefesh Benefesh. Okay, so but I am good. coming back. At least that's what they tell me. Uh, but I used to <laughs> love the bungalow colony, you know. Where'd you go? I, I used to go. Well, first of all, I went as a what child. What was that kosher hotel in England? The famous one. You know, very, very Jewish kosher hotel in 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 Bournemouth. Bournemouth, right? In Bournemouth, it's, it's right? In, the, in the Normandy. Is it still it's there? there? The Normandy. It's still there. It's still there, and it literally looks terrible. <laughs> it looks the same. They haven't it? put. A, it's like Faulty Towers, aren't they? You know that they haven't put a penny in since 1964, <laughs> and people still flock to it. It's amazing. Bournemouth. And the wealthiest people in London. You wouldn't believe this. The wealthiest people in London go to the Normandy hotel. It's it's so mine. If we called there right now, they'd tell us they're sold out. Oh, absolutely. Not, not a chance. You can get, like, a, maybe a little cabin <laughs> or something on the beach. They go to Bournemouth. It's amazing you know about this. But I love the Catskill Mountains. I actually saw a very funny Where'd film. you go? 
Uh, I used to get, used to be a case called, does it still exist? White Lake, Swan Lake? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so these people, Swan Lake. My aunt and my great aunt and uncle used to go to the bungalow colony. The bungalow. So we used to go to the bungalow colony. So what movie you're from? What's that? What movie I saw a wonderful film called When Comedy Went to School. Uh, Have you heard of this? With the Catskills, the Borscht Belt. Yeah, the Borscht Belt. Right. It's all about the Borscht Belt and how young comedians plied their trade like Jackie Mason and, right. and Mr. Seinfeld and, of course, Joan Rivers. Right. And they would go to the Borscht Belt and you'd get loads of food and how the evolution of the Borscht Belt through the 50s and 30s and 40s and so on. So, well, it's very interesting. I would re recommend it. See, that's what you have to do in the restaurant. You need one of those, you know, four or five mains, no problem here, whatever you want. You know, uh, yeah. Just like they do up there. What <laughs> I'm thinking about, maybe, what, what do you think about a Sunday night comedy night? <gasps> Great idea. Do you, do you like that idea? I think it's... Speak to Todd. He'll tell you how to do it from I, Maxwell's. I, I, okay, I, th I think... I, I think... Like, Yiddish conversation. I invite oh. young Yiddish boys. There's this very funny comedian that wears a black hat. It's like, it's like a Heimish boy. Like, have young comedians and come let them do 15 to 20 minute sets through through dinner. Do I you, love it. I think I love it. See, Menachem, people like that idea. I love comedy in general. Yeah, I love Menachem going on comedy clubs. Menachem said people want to sit and eat and quiet mm. and peace and quiet. But if we inform different people... Different strokes for different folks. But if we inform people, say Sunday night will be comedy yeah. night with dinner, that could be well, a Well, can't you do it one... Can't you do it on one of the floors and not on the other floor? Yeah, like, you, you want to do it on the dining room floor. That's the main floor. You want to set up a little Meaning little the stage. second floor. Second floor, have a comedian come, do something like that. We're going to also do Yom Tovim. Let, let me tell you right now, we're going to do Rosh Hashanah. We're going to do prepaid Rosh Hashanah dinner. Wednesday night, Thursday. Wednesday night, Thursday night, yep. And uh, we're going to do that for, for young singles again. Which rabbi will be in charge of uh, that? Well, the first night, please God, Rabbi Dovi Schneier from right. the Soho Synagogue, who I've told you numerous times. Nice you man. What a fantastic and, and influential person he is for the downtown Jewish scene, Correct. for the young, young Jewish scene. He'll do the first night, and I've d I'm going to try and find a rabbi for the second night. Maybe maybe White Street Synagogue, if you're listening. We're, we're interested. Call us. Very nice. And uh, I heard a rumor, and... With no need to say the name on the air, but I did hear a rumor that there's a prominent rabbi from Uptown that's going to be working with you on a monthly or weekly program for people downtown. I'll, I'll tell you off the air who I'm referring to, but I heard this rumor last week. Very prominent rabbi. Really? Yeah. Says he worked the whole thing out with you already. <laughs> I may be making that part up, but... <laughs> <laughs> which, which, I'm very curious. I will tell, you, I will tell you off here. I don't want to. Piece of paper and hold it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> also, a you know today's Rosh Chodesh Elul. Yeah. Today's Rosh Chodesh Elul. Tell me how many? How long did you spend at the Mir Yeshiva Yerushalayim? Oh, I spent 18 months. Tell me what tomorrow is like. With the with oh, the Elul. You know what everyone it's, says? It's to me? Every, everyone said I should do. <laughs> I should do a show from the Mir tomorrow when they have that whole Chavrusa tumult. You know what the Chavrusa tumult yeah, is? Everyone has to find a Chavrusa. Correct. Correct. So they say yeah. it's like it's like potential for the greatest show ever. It's it's like a cattle market. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. So it's like a single scene for Chavrusas. And they're running around. <laughs> now, did you take part in that? Are oh, you, I, you, I know exactly which rabbi you've told me. Menachem, who's listening, just texted me. Yes. That's a that's an amazing rabbi. Oh, so you heard? Oh, that. yeah, yeah. That's superb. That's right. once a month. He's going to be doing, and he's um, he's. He's amazing. He's amazing. And we will discuss it once it's official. Oh, yeah, we'll discuss yeah. it on the air. Right? How does he, he told you. Yes. You, you have your tentacles everywhere, <laughs> young man. That's amazing that you know about this. This guy is no joke. Oh, he's unbelievable. He's anyway, un so we will discuss we'll that discuss at the it. right time. That's a very good thing to do. Yeah, he'll be doing yeah. a monthly class once a month at the J starting. Open to everybody, right? Open to everybody, right. and I think that's going to draw tremendous... Well, knowing how popular he is, it yeah. will draw a tremendous crowd, no question about it. I and now tell me about uh, the cattle market... Uh, 
at the mirror. The Edel's Camel Market. It's much worse, though. Do you know, there's two, the, if you can imagine, you remember, remember the first time you went to camp as a kid? Yes. And the bus drops you off the bottom of the hill, and you've got to find your bunk, and you've got to yeah. schlep your luggage all the way up, and it's probably raining the day before, so everything's muddy, <laughs> right. and you've got your hat box, and there's hundreds of kids on it. This is 40 times more <laughs> worse. Because this is mesh, Arim. It's 90 degree heat. You've got to wear a black jacket. You've got to wear your, your hat with your brim turned up. And uh, Now, were you ever part of this, or you walked in with Chavrusa already? Like, were you ever part of this whole Chavrusa? Uh, my, my, fa- Search? my father, being very, very clever, yeah. knew the type of son he had in his second <laughs> child, and he had effectively paid people <laughs> to learn with me. Very nice. Very smart of him. And I, I walked in just as an observer to this because I had, I just like me back that were learn with me and different people and Dan, the guy called Danny Brody, and it was set up. And my father would pay them, and I wasn't, I didn't know this that he was paying for that. I thought, oh, look, look at me, look. No, no work. Amazing. I'm untouchable. I'm walking here and he got three great kabooses. <laughs> and only later was it revealed that he'd been bribing. And this was revealed throughout my entire life. You, you figured you're the most popular guy in the yeshiva. Everybody wants to learn. Well, but you. even in school, I thought, this is amazing. You know, I'm never getting in trouble. The rabbis love me. But it was simply my father paying everybody under the table <laughs> because he knew what, son, what the type of son he had. What a man. What, 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 what a man. I had the pleasure of meeting him, by the way. You did? I had the pleasure of meeting him in your restaurant. You did, yes. Nice man. Oh, he's wonderful, wonderful. Oh yeah, but at lunch that day, you, we were all having lunch. He was having his birthday. Correct. His, his birthday at the restaurant. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Henry Stimler, never somebody who uh, comes in without material. He's just <laughs> amazing. He is co-owner of J Soho, corner of West Broadway and Grand Street, Lower Manhattan. It is uh, quickly, uh, quickly has become the landmark destination for the kosher community. It really is amazing the way people talk about your place. And this coming Friday night for Shabbos, they're heading out to the Hamptons. That's right. Jay Soho, under the leadership of Menachem Senderovich and Henry Stimler, present a special Shabbat dinner for young professionals and singles across the Hamptons beginning at 8.15 this coming Friday night, right after services. Um, the uh, phone number is 631-288-0534, 631-288-0534. You can go to the website, thehamptonsynagogue.org, thehamptonsynagogue.org. You'll have a chance to meet Rabbi Schneier, Kanta Hirschstick, the whole staff, and you do believe it will be a sold-out, amazing event. I, I think we're very close to being sold out already. What day? Today is Tuesday, yeah. Today is Tuesday. Yeah, I think we've already got about 60, 70 people on the books already, so if we don't have 150 by, by Thursday, I'll be very surprised. So there you have it, and if you're not in the Hamptons, you are invited to come on out for Shabbos. Just make your own arrangements and participate in what have will you, be a great dinner. Have you ever been? Have you ever been? I've never, i got to get there. Have I, you seen what it looks like? No, i got to get there. You've got to go online. It's beautiful. How far is it? Like, how far from your restaurant is the Hamptons? It depends. 12-hour drive? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's about two-and-a-half, three-hour drive. It's, it's, a schlep, it's a schlep. It's a beautiful scenic route. It's just all the way up the, 20, I, the 27th Street. It's lovely. It's a real... It's a, it's a matzah. All right. It's beautiful. It's like... It's the antithesis of the country. It's big, beautiful houses. It's on the water. So it also takes two hours. When you get there, it looks much different. Yeah. When you get there, it does not look like the Borschfeld. <laughs> there are no rickety skulls. Are there mosquitoes? No. The, they can't afford it. They can't get to They can't answer. afford it. You know? <laughs> they tried to get it. You know what? We're just going to go that way. We're going to go up the castle. I remember. I remember going to the castle as a child. I'm telling you, I have right. some fond memories. And you of, enjoyed it. Of Woodburn, I went to Camp Rayham for two years on the trot. <gasps> I used to love it. It was brilliant for me. You were in Rayham. I was in Rayham. I was in Rayham in 1992 and 1993. 
I'm wondering if we visited Rayan then and did shows from there. We probably did it later in the 90s. Probably did it later in the 90s. Uh, so you know Rabbi Rosner and everybody. I do, yeah. I, do, I know Rabbi Rosner. I just never understand why they forced you to go to Torah camp. To know where they thought they, to, to the gazebos to learn Torah. They always yeah. try, they would like round you up like cattle on, on the on the go karts you know, <laughs> and try and force you into these <laughs> gazebos, uh, which is normal, of course. Yeah. But I, mean, <laughs> but I all I wanted to do was just stay in the lake. <laughs> you know, I, but there are people who think that Torah sessions I, are important. I, I completely agree. <laughs> but on for summer, no. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you are funny. There you have it, folks. Henry Stimler, uh, invite everybody to the restaurant. What phone number should they call? Uh, the, 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 the restaurant's called the J Soho. It's on West Broadway between Granite Canal. It's a beautiful two-story restaurant. Downstairs. Parking great. lot next door. Parking lot next door. Very intimate, lovely lounge downstairs with full menu and, and, and delicious uh, mixology cocktail list. And then upstairs, we have a hundred beautiful hundred-seater restaurant that with a, a sushi menu and a tremendous... Uh, meat-heavy menu. We have a, a wonderful chef. Our food is, I can say so with tremendous confidence, absolutely delicious and divine. Our service is good. Our staff are friendly. You'll always find me and my partner there if you ever have an issue and you want to just complain. We're more than happy to listen to complain. <laughs> and the number for reservations are 646-410-2343. That, again, is 646-410-2343. I thank you for stopping by. All right. Thank you very much. And next time I visit, please, page six the next day, when, please. When, I'm begging when, you. when do we expect to see you again? How's your lunch crowd, by the way? Is it building? Good, yes. It we, is we, oh, yeah. Let's just do the schedule. The schedule is very important. Yeah. We are open. We open, we open uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, not open for lunch on Friday. Open a matzo shop. It's just with our limited sushi menu, but it's, it's a lovely matzo with our sushi menu. And there are people there till two, three in the morning, Saturday? Yeah, yeah. It closes at two o'clock in the morning. It does get a little bit loud. Right. So, so if you do have a hearing aid, I would turn it down a little <laughs> bit. Uh, Sunday, we do Sunday lunch, Sunday dinner. We are going to start maybe because Sunday dinner is a bit slow so I want to push it a little maybe we'll, we'll just discuss it on the show we may do a Sunday night comedy night with right. dinner uh, more than happy to help you again the phone number is 646-410-0717 looking forward to seeing you thank you for having me on the show I, wanna, I want you to arrange for uh, discounted parking at that lot on the corner. I've tr we've tried. Oh, they're not, they're not cooperative they're at not, all? No, they're hmm. not. They're not Although it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy an expense. It's, it's 12 bucks an hour. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not, not if we think about Manhattan, right, it's, it's not, not crazy. crazy prices. And there's always parking. But you know, we like getting discounts, you know. We do like getting discounts. <laughs> Maybe we can validate your parking. You we'll go. give you a free show of schnapps or something. Malcolm, it's <laughs> lovely to see you. It was lovely having lunch. We had such a great time when we had lunch last time. I can't remember laughing so much. That ever. was a good. And that guy that we brought, he couldn't get over himself. He's, I tell you, he's the greatest. Non Jewish guy. That's right. And he just couldn't believe this was a kosher restaurant. He loved the food. And he's been everywhere. And he's a bit of a celebrity, yes, we must he say. Is. We, we won't say his name on air because we'll keep it together. Right. It's Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll uh, see you in Bournemouth. I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. There he is. Uh, Henry Stibler <laughs> at JM of the AM. Wrapping things up on a Tuesday at Rosh Chodesh Elo at JM of the AM. <laughs> Yeah.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91.9 FM, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. That wraps up a great Tuesday morning edition on this Rosh Hodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Well, the aforementioned Todd in for trouble coming up next on your radio. And, of course, we're on the stream all day long at jmtheam.org, including a live lunch with ZK coming up at 12 noon Eastern time on our stream, jmtheam.org. Happy Rosh Chodesh, everybody, and have a wonderful Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.